dark. the dark peaks podcast the only place you can hear anybody talking about twin peaks in the whole of the internet i am demon peaks sean this is of course goth peaks adam say hello adam hola on today's show at least to start we're going to be starting with our rewatch and conversation about what else twin peaks starting with the pilot also known as northwest passage which aired on april 8th 1990 was written by david lynch and mark frost and directed by david lynch before we begin, I want to give a shout out to the people who did our, our opening song, Luna is in Trouble. The song is Midnight Coffee. You can find them on Instagram, right? Yep. It's uh, Lula is in Trouble. Lula. Lula? Lula. Lula. When I looked up her... Uh, the, like Wild at Heart. The thing, it said Luna. On, on the actual Lula. clip, on the actual midnight thing, I went to the, the like, look up who did it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What doesn't matter? Um, if you're on <laughs> if you're on YouTube, our logos and artwork are done by Corvid Days. Find them on Etsy. They do amazing work. And today's show's title card will be done by Goth themselves. We don't know what it is yet, but good work. I'm sure you'll be doing good work. Um, I don't know what format you'll be listening on. If you're on YouTube, the link for our Anchor is on there. And if you're on Anchor, our link for our YouTube is on there. Um, I think we're going to be on Spotify. I don't know yet. Of course, please check out our Instagrams. Uh, he's Demon Peaks. I'm Goth Peaks. <clears throat> and uh, let's get into it. Okay, we're talking about North of Passage. When was the last time you watched this before today? Before today would be before we talked Wednesday about it, right? last week, the day before the day we were originally supposed to record this. Okay. They don't know when we record <laughs> these. This could be anything. But before that, before before we, we plan on doing this, it was a good while. I would say like maybe about four months, maybe a few months. Five okay, months. So come within a couple months. Likewise, I, I think I last time I watched it was uh, I lost you. You there? Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, wait. Yeah, okay, I got you now. Yeah. Well, what happened there, huh? Uh, that was a uh, Bluetooth. I lost connection for oh, a second or something. Bluetooth. What are you? Got a Rolex watch, too? <laughs> it's just, it's all I got. I was worried this thing was selling shit. No, you, you actually, the audio has been pretty good. Um, awesome. I'm happy to hear that. You don't sound bad at all. We're on the playback, especially. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I project, though, too. So. From the diaphragm. It's from the diaphragm. Yeah. <laughs> when was the first time watching this? I think we talked about it last week, but I just want to go over that. First time watching the pilot, just the pilot. Did you just the pilot? Yeah. Did you watch it in order? Did you see this pilot before it and then like you didn't know how you felt, or did it did it suck you in? It took me a few tries to actually get into watching all of it. I liked the pilot every time that I watched it. Yeah. But I never <clears throat> had the time to invest into watching the whole series. You're not the first person I've heard say that. Yeah, it's a it's it's a regular thing, and each time, you know, I, I I would still enjoy it and recognize something new. But I really got into starting starting to watch it all the time. I think it was around late 2019, so very recently. 
bad. What is? Yeah, it doesn't matter when you get into it, you get into it. Yeah. Like, I'd oh, rather, I fucking got sucked in. You know, I think that's the thing. Good thing about twin the Twin Peaks community is we're not like uh, oh, he's a new fan. Like, who gives a shit when they watch it? We had to wait <laughs> twenty five years for a, a next season. Who cares when they watched it? Like, most of the time, we're trying to convince <clears throat> someone to watch it. Right? Yeah. I was I was only three when the show was on originally. I obviously didn't watch it then. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was like it came out, I think, in 89, right? 89, yeah. 90. Yeah. Yeah, 89. So yeah, it was the year before I was born. Yeah. So I mean, we were not <laughs> tuning in to watch Twin Peaks at no. you know, one and three. <laughs> no. Um, now here's the thing about pilots. I want to get into pilots a little bit because I got out of a little tangent mm-hmm. here. <clears throat> Do you think pilots are part of a season? Or, but do you think they like some of they don't count? Some shows have a pilot, and then the first episode is different casting. Be its different own people. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Because a, a lot of pilots are just for the network. Yeah, usually that's that's the yeah. way it is. It's going to be something separate, and then they make some adjustments to the pilot after you know they they show it. Right. Which do you prefer? Do you like it when the pilot's part of the show? I don't really have a preference. I don't think yeah. it, it needs to rely on any rule. That's the thing. So no, I'm not it's... I'm not used to a pilot being any certain way. And I was looking at the famous pilots that were different. Uh, of course, the Game of Thrones pilot was notoriously different, though it was never mm-hmm. seen by anybody. Um, <clears throat> but it had different cast. I heard plot. that, yeah. yeah. Star Trek had a different captain um, who mm-hmm. wasn't Shatner. Seinfeld was the Seinfeld Chronicles. And Kramer was Kessler, and he had a dog. Um, oh, wow. Buffy, 30 Rock. Um, and, you know, I just thought it was interesting, like the different, I remember the Seinfeld Chronicles. I watched it not too long ago, the first episode. And I'm like, what the, I, for, I forgot how weird it was. They're in a different sh- coffee shop and it's some waitress <laughs> instead of Elaine. And I'm like, this is stupid. Um, but it was famous pilots that were never made into shows. The Clerks pilot, uh, which was awful. I think it's on YouTube. And not it's the, not the animated one. No, the animated is awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Clerks, the live action pilot, which the two guys that were in Clerks, I forget the real names, you know, Dante and Randall who played them, did not get the parts for the show. They they Ooh. went out for it. They went out for them and did not get the parts. How are you casting Dante and Randall like da- da- Dante and Randall and not <laughs> they're I, Dante and Randall? No, yeah, I want I want those guys. No, they cast, I want Brian O'Halloran. Yeah, Brian O'Halloran. That's I can't remember. That. Yeah. They, but those guys went out. They applied for the job. They went out and they did it. And they were like, "You guys aren't good enough to be the characters that are you." What the fuck? Who, who do they ever get for it? Um, they're two guys. I don't. No I don't, names. Off or... the top of my head, I don't know who they are. Um, the guy, one of the guys in it is the guy from Pete and Pete, Endless Mike, isn't it? You remember endless like, he, was, like remember. he was pete's villain uh he's in it oh he's, oh the guy that wore the black uh, yeah the and he's like shirt. black he looked like the guy from green day oh okay yeah, yeah. no i remember what you're talking about yeah <clears throat> uh there was a dark Great man show. there was a dark man pilot like the liam neeson movie nice i didn't see it um now heat vision and jack where jack black is an astronaut and owen wilson is a talking motorcycle that dan Harmon did is a fantastic oh, wow. is a fantastic pilot do some favor. Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon did it. Yeah, he's the one who one of the writers on. Oh, it. so that's that's relatively recent then, right? No, it was right after the Ben Stiller show. I think went off the air. Oh <clears throat> shit! Wow. Okay. So, so you know you know your history with the pilots, then. I, I I don't know. I do some I do some research. I like I, <laughs> I'm a big like Lost Media fan. Like anything uh-huh. that's, like doesn't it, you know wait found Lost Media. I love it. I can't I get into it. See, okay. my introduction to the definition of a pilot was from. Pulp fiction. 
Oh, when she's so, talking about we filmed a pilot uh, with the chicks that are one girl yeah, with karate yeah. or whatever. what's a pilot? What's a pilot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that scene because I I I um, I'm gonna make an un, unfriendly thing here. I, no, I already not, know. <laughs> I do not like Quentin Tarantino. I do not like him. Why don't you like him? Okay, well, him as a person who enjoys movies, I like his movie mm-hmm. reviews. His movie opinions are great. He actually, I love listening to him talk about movies. I, he but talks, his actual movies, oh, his actual movies, I, they're not ter- like Reservoir Dogs. I liked okay. Pulp Fiction's fine. I uh-huh. just can't get into them. I, I find them to be he apes a lot of other people's stuff, and then he calls. He it, admits to that too, at least though. But, but admitting to it doesn't make it better. <laughs> If I, if, if I wrote, you know, if I wrote Mein Kampf and then was like, well, I know I ripped it off. Like, it's, I still fucking ripped it off. Just because you say you ripped it off doesn't mean you didn't rip it off. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I, pages I, off, yeah. yeah, it's great that he, but he, that's what he said. He said he got into writing scripts by rewriting other people's scripts. That's not writing oh, yeah. a script. That's just copying a script. I think he, he mentioned that too, yeah. I think, on... Uh on yeah. rogan's podcast and that's fine it's fine i think he's an i think he's a nice guy and i think he's got a hell of an eye as a director he's a good director yeah. i just don't like his movies and that's, that's fine just, and he likes feet a little too much for me I'm <laughs> yeah, not wanna, i don't want to look at the feet i don't have any problem with feet feet are perfectly fine but it's not your thing necessarily. it's not my thing it's not, it's not my, my thing, thing either uma thurman's feet don't do anything for me you know <laughs> you don't need to see her what was wiggle her big toe yeah or whatever she's fucking doing <laughs> All right, let's get into the actual episode. Talking points. We're gonna start kind of breaking down our opinions on things. Uh, the beginning, <clears throat> pre Cooper, we start with an extended version of the theme song, which I love. The extended version. It's like an extra like yeah. five seconds. That was my yeah, MySpace like the theme song. Of intro yeah. right there. Oh, it was yeah. wonderful. I can love listen it. to that. I would. I wouldn't mind if they did the extended version for every episode. I, I would love it. And cut I, it down. And you cannot. Much. You can never skip it. You can never skip it either. No, and I know that people were talking about it on Netflix, but whatever <clears throat> we start out with <clears throat> we get pete right away and you know pete had a great introduction if everybody in the show in the pilot pete may have had one of the better introductions mm-hmm. you get I so agree. much about him gone fishing you know gone <clears throat> fishing. yeah and catherine won't kiss him and i don't know what josie's doing putting on a bunch of makeup centrally putting on makeup looking yeah, at yourself in like alone in a mirror <laughs> yeah <clears throat> Lots of <clears throat> lots of uh, foundation. They like made it like a geisha, but she's Chinese, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, not only a great introduction to the character, but to the show and like the whole vibe of the show. That it totally introduced it. Oh, what's, great. What's you, what you're going to expect? We have a weird small town, a dead, you know, dead broad, and you know, and Laura and a mildly funny <clears throat> presentation. I mean, yeah. Pete's hilarious. Dude. Pete's, I love Pete. He just wants to go fishing. I love him too. Yep. <laughs> um, and then you Lonesome know, some foghorn blows. <laughs> I get. I could watch. I wish he did more movies than like the, the ten he did. I only know the, <gasps> the David Lynch stuff he did. <laughs> he was in Secret Agent Club, which stars Hulk Hogan, and he what? plays a he plays a mad scientist, and his boss is Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'm just saying that film exists, Jack. If you ever want to. Six degrees separation between Jack Dance and Hulk Hogan. You don't need it because they were in the movie together. <laughs> the only uh, movie I recall seeing with Hulk Hogan in it was a one of the three ninja movies. Three ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. Oh fuck you! That's know. what it was. That's what it was. 
yeah uh, uh i've seen every hulk hogan movie much to my chagrin i'm, I'm gonna be reviewing them on my other channel my tono makaya looking forward looking forward to that and it might break me because some of them are so fucking bad <laughs> then we have some other <clears throat> intros i want to talk about lucy we get her zaniness right off right off the bat about oh, the yeah. phones i love, love lucy i love lucy um I thought <laughs> Harry was disappointing at the beginning because he's got no personality. He doesn't really get a personality until Cooper shows up. You know what? I, I, I got a whole new view on Harry. I, I'm looking at him. <laughs> it's really stupid. But like you kind of look at him as like just this this stoner character. Stoner? He's looking at... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he kinda, it, it's fun to imagine him as this stoner character who is just, you know witnessing all the stuff that's happening around him lucy over explaining so much and, and he's, he's just kind of like to, he's just like that explains the the food scene later where he eats the donut like he inhales that and he stuffs his whole mouth yeah, yeah. i never thought <laughs> and of then it. also one more part of that is when is when uh he has to tell coop twice to, um i can get you a great rate at the at the great northern like <laughs> i get you a great rate <laughs> he, he didn't hear him the first time and then he's just like in his stoner in a stoner way i can get you a great rate at the Great North. I never thought of Harry as a stunner, but I guess there's not a lot to do in this town. It's fun to think of it that way. Of it's doing not, all it's the, not really that Instead way. of doing all the cocaine, <laughs> he does some pot. I imagine they grow it. You know, because what's Jacoby doing? He's fucking, that guy's high as a kite. He's, smi he's smiling way too much. Yeah. I have a note here that says, smile, stop, stop smiling, Jacoby. We'll get to him. Boy. <laughs> I want to get to Andy. I, I want to talk about Andy for a reason. Andy's crying at Laura's is so important to me. On the second or third watch, I think of um, how genuine it must be to have grieving people, and you have one dead girl in a show, and it made this cop break down. And I love mm -hmm. that because so many other shows present. I go back to Mandy Potemkin and from you know, he's a Criminal Minds, and he left the show because every episode they had dead women. All these dead women, he said. He said it got to me. And he I was making it. They were making like consumable. Yeah, yeah, to, they, to yeah, they were shit. they were a commodity, yeah. and we look at this guy who's a cop and he's having a breakdown over one dead girl and how important that is, and I really love that part. I love that part too. I love Andy too. I mean, he's a great character. And this made you, and they kind of play it for goof. And the first time I watched, it, I was like, "What a silly guy!" And then I watch it, and I'm like, it "Makes me feel for Andy more than." That's the genius you know, of the show. That yeah. is the absolute genius of the show, right there. One of the examples. Because when I first saw it, I'm like, this guy, he can't what a goofball crying at yeah, a dead exactly. girl. <laughs> like, but but at also at the same time, I, I felt really sad watching that too, just because yeah. he played that so well. I think, and then yeah, it balances that really well, I feel like. I think as you mature and with Twin Peaks, okay. you come back and you get different uh views on the same thing you saw before, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of them. Like the Palmers, yeah. we know what happens, but they come off as genuinely grieving people in this episode, genuinely hurt. Yes. And I'm, I think it's great. I think um, I know how amazing their <clears throat> acting is in this. Ray Wise and uh, Ray Sabrinsky. Uh, yeah. her, her in particular, uh, Sarah just yeah, her, she, her, she's nailed it. And she's chain smoking and she's freaking out and she's yelling. Plays and she's that so well. Running around. And, <laughs> um, you know, one note about Andy, though, actually, that kind of amused me. Another stupid anecdote, but was it uh, uh, Harry mentions that uh, he's crying again, just like the uh, the barn last year. Yeah. And it makes me it makes me feel like, huh, 
wonder if he was even crying at a body. I wonder if it was like a dead cow. It's like, like old <laughs> Mr. Gunderson's cow. We had to put it down. Oh, Andy. Can't yeah. Take it. You can't take it. Man. Move over a little bit. Poor guy. Move over to your left. Move over to your left a little bit. Oh. You're out of, you're out of, you're out of center. You're better. There we go. Better? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we get Audrey and we go right to Audrey and they do a big thing about her shoes in this episode, which bothers me. She puts mm-hmm. on different shoes. And then when she gets to school, she takes off shoes and puts on high heels. But why? Yeah, I never absorbed what that was all about. I really. thought it was like maybe her dad would be mad, but her dad doesn't give a fuck what she wears. She doesn't. She, no, weird, no. Weird. But beautiful, beautiful. Oh, my God. And we talked about this. She's the only person who's, who, who substantially changes from the pilot looks-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even, I'm not a big fan of her hair Even at all, sort of attitude-wise, she's much less mean. And they sort of mm-hmm. present her as almost being Donna's friend in this episode. Yeah. yeah. She's smoking and she's like, hi, Donna. Like, she's like, you know, walks by and she's laughing. Giggling. Trying to laugh and everything. Whereas yeah. we never see them interact as really friends. Like, there's a bathroom scene, but it's very contentious in the bathroom scene later. Like, yeah. episode two or whatever. This one, they're presented as friends. Um, Even after they they um, they mention uh, that Laura died, when, yeah. they show, when they show her, she's just like, like straight face. <clears throat> it's very strange. I don't know what they. I don't know if they didn't know the relationships yet, because mm-hmm. then we're framed with James and Donna, and it's framed like these two are going to be the main characters, because we keep getting them for the better part of the episode is about James and Donna, and outside of Coop, it seems like it's going to be a lot about them, and they're so un- uninteresting. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if I ever really took it that way. Or if I ever got that vibe that they're making them seem like the main characters, I felt like it was it was balanced with the showing all the characters. They for me, a, for me a, personally, maybe you noticed more things that I did. The, the third act was mostly Donna and James. It was about them meeting, huh. about them in the roadhouse, about them going on the thing. It was about them loving Laura, true, loving each true, other, actually. And yeah, we, and all the fucking note note exchanging. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get into the note things. I got a big problem with the note thing. <clears throat> um, no, we, I know you do. We do I the classic. Do. The classic. We have the dancing guy in the school who, for some reason, is a <laughs> is a big meme. He's huge. I love that guy. <laughs> and we never see that guy again. I would love to see that guy in every episode. What's, like, what's he up to? <laughs> instead of like a, a star wipe or a fade, I want that guy dancing the scene out. You know what I mean? He's like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we go to uh, the principal. Uh, is a guy that was in like a bunch of stuff in the nineties. He's in a bunch like, of stuff. He does Boy a bunch Meets of small world, parts. and I wish we saw more yeah. of him. I really like that guy. I want to yeah, see more. He's a likable character, and in he's a lot like, of the stuff that he yeah, plays. He and he was in everything. He was like Roseanne, and like this. I, I I remember him from everything. Yeah. And he gets one throughout scene, the nineties for sure, and he nails it. He nails that one scene. And then yeah, we don't see him. He's, he's really good. It's heartbreaking. We don't see him again. I want to see that more. Mm-mm. Well, nobody goes to school for the remainder of the show except for uh except for an old woman so (laughs) (laughs) go get to that later and then we go to bobby shelley and norma all great bobby has the sean hunter look pre-sean hunter yeah and then the inspiration for sean hunter there's a funny part okay so bobby is taking wait it wasn't boy meets world before twin peaks no that was after it was 92 93 you're right. You're right. Yeah. Actually, you're right. Yeah. They right. talk about so so Bobby and Shelly are fooling around. They're banging. He's talking about his pocket rocket, four stage pocket <laughs> rocket. I I don't I don't know about you, man, but I've never in, I've never done a four stage pocket rocket. I don't know. I I get to tell, tell me what that is. I don't. Ask David Lynch. Something dirty. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it's one of those things that sounds like it's it's a sex act, but it's not. There's know? a lot of things in this that sounds like it's a sex act that I, it makes me not. think. I know Dave Lynch has had sex as he has kids. It makes you think that he doesn't understand mm-hmm. what it is. <laughs> That's a funny thought. <laughs> like he's not hundred percent certain that a pocket rocket is not a euphemism for sex that kids use. He's never heard it's, it. It's pleasant, but yeah. I don't really understand it. <laughs> I, I, just, I imagine him off stage. They're like, do I have to say this line? He says, go ahead and say the line, pocket rocket. <laughs> like, okay, you're a four stage pocket rocket. And then they talk about, <laughs> they talk about um, Bobby and Shelly. And they're like, do you think Norman knows about it? Okay, A, why are you picking Shelly up from her job? That's weird. Mm-hmm. You're not friend. You're not friends. Two, you guys are making out right in front of the double R. Yeah, she knows you guys are fooling around. Making it pretty obvious. And you're also taking her home to do. You're not friends. We've never seen. <laughs> we never see Bobby and Shelly interact outside of fooling around ever, ever again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's <laughs> all. That's all you see them do. That's yeah, all. You see them especially because he'll be at the double R, and she pretends like she doesn't really know him. You'll see this happen a couple of times. Yeah, kind of like like she'll be very casual about Bobby being there, and it's like because they're trying to hide they're fooling around, but not in this episode. Mm -hmm. They're like, "I'm picking, I'm here to pick her up." Like, "Oh, okay, (laughs) to do what?" (laughs) Yeah, I can see that's one of the changes from the pilot for sure. Well, but it's not even a change because they mentioned, "Do you think they know about us?" Oh well, yeah, 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 you're fooling around in front of my restaurant. See you guys, (laughs) and then we, uh, yeah, they. They're always hanging out. They don't. She doesn't go to school with him anymore. Yeah, she dropped out, right? Well, to go marry Leo, which Leo is presented as scary in this. I like the scary. He is a little bit more scary. Except for the fucking, he's got the this this thing going on. The the tears for fears thing going on. Yeah, so awful. (laughs) He needs a haircut. Like I need a haircut. Looks like a fucking idiot. I mean, if anybody here needs a haircut, I need a haircut. Yeah, but at least I'm not as bad as Leo, and I don't beat my girlfriend savagely with the sack of soap or whatever the fuck it is so yeah i'm good Full metal jacket i'm style. better yeah she's like <laughs> uh um what is his name it's d'onofrio in that you know mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked like shit in that huh yeah he did he's never he looked, looked that good he's never that. looked that good though Mm-mm. he's not he's not never good. has but there he, he looked pretty bad i think the worst he looked was men in black when he's like an alien, yeah. and the, guy, the guy's wearing him a skin. I mean, he pulls his face out yeah. and everything. People, what was the one with him and Jennifer Lopez? The Cell? Oh, dude, I barely remember that one. Yeah. I, I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember that I, one. Yeah, I remember it being really dark. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, well, it came out in like, what, 99, 2000, something like that? It had to be early 2000s at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was good. He's a good actor. <laughs> and we got <laughs> to Leland seeing Laura in, in the. Uh, you know, she's dead, she's laid on the slab. And that's a good scene. We're both dads, you know? I don't know if anybody knows this mm-hmm. about me and you. But th- that hit me more as a dad now, seeing that, like, you know, my dead daughter. Jesus oh, yeah. Me. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Same. Um, then we go to, you know, the interrogation at the school. Hawk and Andy are the good cop, stupid cop. Um, totally, I don't know. I, I didn't love the scene with them inter- interviewing Bobby. And, and the first time they interview him there, because they were like... Yeah. They were they were confused with what they were asking. Bobby, where were you? He's like, I was clear. I exactly where I went to either double R. I went for a run. They're like, oh well, we don't we don't believe you. He's like, okay, ask anybody. <laughs> comes R. off as a lot more intense in this one than he he's, does. He's very that. like stoic and like big eyes. Yeah, and he's mean yeah. and 
he really grew into that like gentle i think harry started sharing some of his weed with him I'm, I, Hawk's the one growing the weed. I'm not trying to stay out there. Okay. Hawk's the one growing the weed. <laughs> yeah, that's not that. Anybody's makes growing sense. the weed. I've been around um, um, Native American people and I, they have better weed. <laughs> <laughs> In New Mexico and stuff like that. Like, if you want something good, good. You're not going to go. You're not going to go to jo- Johnny White guy and get some swag. They don't even have no. swag anymore. That doesn't exist. Everything, <laughs> weed's digital now. It's all digital. You got little mm-hmm. things. It used to be analog. Now it's digital. It's all digital. <laughs> we still prefer analog. Uh, you know what? If I'm going to do it, I want to. I want to see it. You know what I mean? I don't know this. Mm-hmm. People will be like, "Well, the THC and that it's a it's a high." I'm like, I don't, I don't know what any of that means. Will it get me high? Yes. <laughs> you're like uh, you're like what's his name from Grandma's Boy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, see, I don't this, care what's called. I just want This is why I used to smoke crack because I no, there's not types of crack. <laughs> I'm not going getting oh this crack. crackle this, this is crack. <laughs> what are you doing? Crack? Like no, no bullshit. I don't gotta know anything about it. I don't gotta know what <laughs> ratio of crack to to butter is in the mixture. I think there's so the crack egg. or butt crack. Yeah. yeah. I like I would do some butt crack too. But <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you could do, yeah. We'll um, talk about we, that later. That's for the Patreon. Go, this is a Patreon special. You get to talk about uh, doing crack. It's hard to do. You could do cocaine off a of butt crack, which I've done that. But yeah, you could really do crack off a of butt crack. Mm-hmm. It'd be difficult. Allegedly, we can pain, do these and things. Yeah. Painful. <laughs> <laughs> then we go to Sarah, and I love that they're like shooting her full of Thorazine or Pethidine. And this is for the first couple oh, yeah, episodes. They're is. just shooting her full of. I would love to be in Twin Peaks because it's all hot women, pie, and they give you drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just no and it's not like she's not used to drugs already so no she's we'll getting, get back to that later uh that i have some questions about that one when we get to that then we go to okay. the josie pete catherine dynamic where they close down the mill and i love the josie pete catherine dynamic where pete's in the middle of them of this like warring women and catherine's such a strong she's scary man she's scary yeah she is and she fires she that you guy. Don't, you, don't like, wanna, you don't want to get in her way. She got like the Cruella Deville sort of attitude. You know what? You know that actually reminded me of you know not to spoil it, but uh, the Return, Diane and the Return. Her, you know what's her name? Fuck you. What's it? Yeah, yeah. Name it was, was, what's your name? Yeah. Tammy. Well, fuck you, Tammy. Yeah, I love. I love. Yeah, that. <laughs> I love when Albert's like. Reminded me of that. Yeah, I know. Much. Fuck you, Albert. <laughs> this is, this is it. But Catherine's scary, and she's she, she comes is. off very strongly in this. And and I wish I wish we did more with Catherine. I don't know. I would love to have seen her return in the return. Um, I, I would love to see her in anything though. I, I remember she was in an episode of Law and Order SVU. It was she was really scary in that. She is still alive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She was like beating some mentally deficient kid and made her kill and she killed a girl and then blamed it on him and i was like damn that's it i can see Catherine doing that yeah yeah, fuck me up um (laughs) and then you know here's something i think i think laura and josie banged she was teaching her see that english wow josie's hypersexual laura's hypersexual she was teaching her english and josie speaks terrible english (laughs) Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm what, what, what kind of what, 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 when English, did she actually learn the English? She yeah, she doesn't even know what shenanigans are. Um, <laughs> so I don't she know what Laura, into them. <laughs> Laura had a busy schedule. She was on wheels on wheels. Yeah. She was going, uh, but I, I'm telling you right now, she was banging Josie. That's why Josie was so upset about Laura dying. 
Because yeah, why else? She didn't really know sense. her outside of that. Like, oh, and then with with Meals on Wheels, you have uh, you have uh, Harold. She was banging which, Harold too. Which, she was also yeah, there. Bang- you go. That's another thing that was in her schedule that yeah. she was squeezing that that that, that time she, for. She was she was using all of her extracurricular activities as an outlet of her her pain, her sexual pain, her etc. etc. Mm-hmm. etc. But every single other thing that she does also includes somebody banging somebody. Yes, and I don't know why this would be different. Why was just we should mention there there are going to be some mild spoilers there will be here some, and there, we're right? going to try to not spoil so much but yeah it's going to be you're not watching this and never having seen twin peaks if you're doing that yeah you're watching the wrong you, you have you have but there's better podcasts for that for people to that they'll go to do through that with, yeah we're just, this is just a talk about point yeah. by point um, and we should mention them they're talking backwards and damn fine tv they do both of them are for fantastic that amazing um in their own right you know and they both bring something different to the table that's different than us yes because the, yeah. the girls over at damn fine tv they have a really good chemistry those two very good chemistry I, I, I like i could listen to them talk i listened to one of their stuff about american horror story and i hate american horror story and i still listen to it. and i was like this is really interesting and i hate this show they just they're so bubbly <laughs> and fun and they're like really interesting people they got you into it they can help you they can yeah, help you get into something that's not that great, i'm not gonna right? <laughs> i'm not gonna get into it but they're good people to listen to <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, they definitely have good. good and the the damn fun, uh, not the damn fun, uh, the talking backwards guys. Talking backwards. They're very methodical. They are very, they go over all the the. They're very tight. They have like a Reddit thread. You know what I mean? Of like ideas, like they're just they're just tight. Um, I love they, them. They, I love them very much. I like listening to them. Like after watching episodes, sometimes I'll put them on just as kind of background noise. And they're great. They're, they have such the a great episode. back and forth yeah. too. Tyler cracks me the fuck up. None of them are as interesting <laughs> as us. Um, I want to point that out, but and <laughs> they don't ever talk about doing cocaine off assholes, not once. No, and they wouldn't. And all of them Would have I heard that. So, <laughs> if you guys are listening, step up your game. That's what we talked about jacking off in movie theaters. Where are we gonna go next? Okay, then uh, just tell can, them to prepare for that if they ever come on this podcast as a guest. I I know Coral's having a hard time. Coral's wholesome peaks, but I want her on first. Just so I can, yeah, of course. I want to ride her ass out of town, (laughs) ride her off instantly for good, not just two weeks. You know, it's always fun seeing you guys go back and forth online. So you know, I'm just gonna be sitting there with my popcorn. She plays along very well because I, I did it as a sense of humor about it. I did, I did as a whim one time, and then I was like, hey, I apologize. I was blah blah blah. She was like, I don't. She's like, I doubt you were kidding, and I'm like, cool. So I'm gonna keep doing it. Sign Peaks plays along too as well, because he looks like a white, like a white collar criminal. When I mentioned that about. Um, um, what's his name? Peaks in the Hall of the Other Day. But I'm I'm 100 yeah, percent certain. I'm 100 certain that Sign Peaks works for Halliburton <laughs> or someone like that. You know what I, I, mean? I think you might be. He right. was big in the Bush administration, somewhere high up. I I'm just telling you. So if you're listening to his stuff, know that you have funded terrorism. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to learn to be okay with that because um, I do listen to his stuff too. Well, he he definitely he he was the one who told he told Bush about nine eleven happening three days before. <laughs> telling you, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure the sign picks is ninety five years old as well. He looks different. He just looks young. Um, then we go to Ronette on the bridge and the iconic picture. Great uh, shot. Her walking. I love I love the guy. Like I don't even know what he's doing. He's doing something. Oh, girl on a bridge. No. <laughs> like they almost didn't need that guy to react to it. No. Because no. her, just the disheveled, shitty looking. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I didn't like it, but terrifying. It was good. It was a good scene. 
Then mm-hmm. we get to Big Ed's gas farm. I love Big Ed. Love him. Who doesn't love Big Ed? I don't he's, know. He's very We're going to find out this episode doesn't love Big Ed. <laughs> tell me why. You're going to tell me why. No, so the people, some people in this episode don't love Big Ed. That'd be Bobby and Mike. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, okay, so James gives a note to Ed, his uncle, to give to Donna. Why would Donna go there but to look for James? And James talks to her at school. Give her the note then. And it's the note to meet her at the roadhouse. So call her. And what if she doesn't go to Ed's? She's never going to get this note. What? Yeah. And then there's, when there's Don- too much and then going on later, when Donna it. comes, she takes the note and then she tells Ed after taking the note from from James, she tells Ed to tell James she's looking for him. The note says go to yeah. the roadhouse. Just go to the roadhouse if you're looking for James. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's one way to simplify it, right? Like, but, but no, whole- that's uh, it, that. There's the logic works different in Twin Peaks, right? Everybody has to go to Ed's, but she didn't even go to Ed's to get gas. She go, she was waiting at Ed's for James. There's no standard logic in Twin Peaks. Uh, I'm not. Know. You're not defending. You have no defense for this. You have none. <laughs> that's all. That's it's my. It's just well, fucking stupid. That's my only defense. It's just goofy. <laughs> it's, it's not like the that's best my only in the defense, world. So I can accept every, it. Every time I watch it, I just get so mad. I'm like, you you gave your uncle a note to give to a girl that he's not going to regularly see. <laughs> you saw her. You went to school with her. You were just it's an there. amazing anger, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's frustrating. Then we get Nadine. I love Nadine. Nadine's Paper burners ain't gonna hang themselves. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ed. <laughs> so you get that. And you know, they were the, the couple and the people under the stairs as well. Ed what was Nadine. that? Did you ever see people under the stairs? No, I didn't. I haven't seen people under the stairs. Oh, so the ba- evil couple in that is Ed and Nadine. Same actors. Oh, shit. Well, I need to see that then. Then we go to, we meet uh, the one Dale Cooper. Uh, ah. Fantastic cop. We're up there with Columbo, Kojak, Stabler. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> people say, oh, Mulder and Scully are more comfortable. Mulder and Scully were terrible at their jobs. Terrible. They no, didn't, they weren't. They didn't do good. anything. They didn't prove anything or solve anything. Every case ended with like, and then there was no evidence of anything happening. Here's my report. You're bad at your job. <laughs> I haven't seen enough cop shows to know too many uh too many uh you've seen the X-Files or cop characters. Well yeah, no, the X-Files yeah. is the only one that I that I understand what you mean, but Stabler but, was uh, the Elliot Stabler from Law and SVU. Oh, okay. Okay, I know there's what you're talking of, about. There's a lot of sexual energy to that role. A lot of sexual <laughs> uh, but Cooper's eccentricities really make the opening scene his mm-hmm. love of the lamplighter in. They got a cherry pie, you know, that'll kill you. He says that later, but you love um, his enthusiasm is, is contagious. It's it's in yeah, it's infectious. And he's so mm-hmm. he's so peppy. He's got a lot of there's something in him. He's got a jazz in him when he moves yeah, and he exactly. talks. That's a good way to put it, a jazz. Yeah. yeah. Kyle McLaughlin is he's lithe like a snake, mm-hmm. you know. He's, there's something about the guy. And you watch it's him. It's hard not to feel positive. Yeah, he's compelling around right away. And he's presented mm-hmm. as, as competent. And soft. He thinks outside the box, but he's not silly. Like how he breaks yep. in Laura's diary by just breaking open the thing. Like lateral like thinking. Shrugs. <laughs> yeah, lateral thinking. Why haven't you gotten to it? We're looking for the key. The keys are this big. Do you ever see those diaries? Break the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, look at him. Like at least try to big, break it open. <laughs> he gives him a big smile, like you're an idiot. Almost. You know what I mean? Like he's almost condescending in this episode. Almost. Almost. But not quite. A little bit. Maybe yeah, stops he, with the he, he, he's he's another character that comes off a little bit hard at times 
you know, I like that though because I, I like to think that Twin Peaks softened him. Okay, yeah, that's a good, that's a really good way to yeah. see it. Yeah, because if you watch the show, he gets more increasingly, increasingly nicer, and he wants to stay in Twin Peaks, and he wants to not do his job and solve this murder. And you know, I almost he sees think, more of a reason to start whittling yeah. wood. Yes, yeah, he he yeah. feels like these people are really nice people instead of mm-hmm. this is my job as an FBI agent to get in this town and get out. Yeah, there's yeah. something more here for me. Of course, we get a throwback to the Fugitive TV show and movie with the one-armed man who will later be oh, known yeah. as, mm-hmm. as Mike or what do you, Philip Gerard, whatever you want to call him, it's the same guy. Uh, yep. We get Dr. Jacoby and his fingering, tie fingering scene, <laughs> which I hate the tie fingering. I get so uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. The implications he, of him talking about a dead girl and fingering his tie are... Yeah, I don't like it. He's wide. just creepy all around. And it, it, he comes off very much as the guy you think did it outside of like Leo and maybe Bobby. That was intentional though, right? Oh, absolutely. I would hope so. Yeah. See, the, the, the one thing I do think that they lacked in this episode bes- besides Jacoby is making you think people might have done it. And I'll get yeah. to the dismissal of that later, but like I wanted everybody to be seen as anybody could have done it. And they didn't mm-hmm. really give me that. Um, and the scene where they tell the guy to leave and he says his name, you I love that scene because it didn't, wasn't supposed to be in there. Which uh, uh, they're, they're in the really autopsy. He's getting the Cooper's getting the thing under the fingernail, and he turns uh-huh. to the extra and he goes, "Can you leave?" And the guy goes, "Oh, my name is John," or whatever the fuck he says. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes <laughs> yeah, um, okay. "Can you can you leave?" And that was apparently not supposed to be. It's not the guy didn't. He thought they weren't filming or something, and just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, John." And the flickering lights weren't supposed to be happening. I love that because it's perfect. I know the flickering lights were an accident. But if yeah. you watch it, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> hey, can you leave?" Oh, yeah, it's Fred, fucking whatever. And he's like, uh, <laughs> you can see Kyle McLaughlin like kind of look for a second. He's like, "Can you leave? Fuck out of here, Dick." <laughs> and they mentioned Sam and Albert. In this one, we're talking to Diane in the recorder, Sam Stanley yeah. and Albert. I, I noticed love that my that. last time I watched it. I never catch that they mentioned Sam because I just forget that they mentioned Sam because I watched Firewalk with me so much longer after the show. You know, <laughs> like I didn't even think about, oh, Sam Stanley, they had mentioned him. Mm-hmm. They don't, they mentioned him more. There's than all once. those details sprinkled in yeah. throughout the series. That's a, that one in particular, I really, it gave a world thing because Sam is kind of important. He yeah, is pretty important. Kind of. He did crack the Whitman case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, then we meet Mike, uh, not one-armed Mike, Donna's boyfriend, Mike, mm-hmm. who comes off as a huge dick here, which is yeah. way different. Yeah, he softens than, way oh my God. a lot, lot a puppy, more later He becomes on. a little, like a nice guy. Yeah. I kind of like that, though, because she's like, I have an abusive, and that's what kind of drives her into James's arms, is that yeah. her boyfriend's like a piece of shit. And then we get a scene that I don't particularly like. I like the scene, but I don't like what it implies. They get the scene where they interrogate Bobby. It's Dale Cooper interrogating Bobby. And he rules Bobby out as a suspect right away. And that's not like it's an implication. He flat out says he didn't do it. Why don't you like that? Because I wanted everybody to be seen as a potential suspect. Okay. And it's yeah, not no. like, and I had someone go, well, it was supposed to be a red herring. No, we're supposed to trust Dale Cooper in this part. We're supposed to be relying on his thoughts. He's the authority. If we, if we lose him here, then the rest of the show is just him doing random things. Yeah. And he won't be a, a reliable yeah. narrator. Right? And he has yeah. to, he is, he is the straight man, uh, so to speak. Uh, 
and <clears throat> ruling out Bobby, who was the boyfriend who's cheating on her, I think is a yeah. bad sign because you could have dragged that kind of mystery, like more of a whodunit. So far, we have Jacoby. Yeah, that's um, Jacoby and who else? And the, Nobody we don't, else. Really, well, right? it's supposed to be anybody else, but it's not anybody else because we've ruled out a main suspect. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a minor complaint. I just thought that I would have kept it, you know. No, yeah. I mean, if you're expecting ex- expecting it to have everyone be open to being the this, which, the, it, it, which the is original intent was to never explain who did it. So don't rule, so don't rule anybody out ever, mm-hmm. except for like Pete. Pete didn't do it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I would never. Explain. But then wasn't that his decision to do that with 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 uh, with Bobby in this one? Yeah, but I don't. I didn't like it. <laughs> For sure. Okay, I respect it. <laughs> Every decision, you know, doesn't have to be great. We get Audrey and the Germans. Okay, I don't really under. Yeah, it's, that's well, whatever. It's just that? because <laughs> they wanted to see more of her. David Lynch mm-hmm. definitely has a, a particular kind of lady he likes, and um, he just wanted to get more of Miss uh, Sherilyn there, <laughs> standing around. Yeah, pretty. That was it. And she changed her <laughs> shoes again. I saw. I don't know if this is the next day or what. These Germans are there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And Dale and Donna are talking. Um, I want to talk about the, the metal structure in the waiting room at the sheriff's station. I'm glad they got rid of it. There's the set of doors and there's what? a metal box that they have to Oh, go. okay, they yeah. Filming don't, around don't we it. See, uh, don't we see... We um, see them take uh, it down uh, in the next Carlin episode. in there too. Yeah, it's it's so it's yeah, obstructive okay, to film about. it. Yeah. It's just, like you keep filming it, and there's a metal pole like off to the side here. It's very distracting. I see why they got rid of it. I'm gonna I have to it. rewatch it and, and pay attention to it's, that. You I can see it in the first it. when Lucy's talking right at the beginning. She cuts the hair, and uh-huh. there's like a metal pole, and it's like, ugh. And I believe in the first episode they show them taking it down. <laughs> okay. So there's <laughs> nice. a nice continuity there because I hated it. But mm-hmm. uh, Donna is being interrogated, and Dale and Donna have no chemistry. I'm surprised no. they. Da- I'm surprised they dated. They have none. Yeah, and like she was like a nightmare for him, right? I, I mean, Laura von Bolson like a nightmare for everyone in real life. <laughs> I've never heard a nice thing about her. I don't know the woman personally, but mm-hmm. I've never heard a nice thing about her from any. Um, yeah, I haven't heard much anybody about her. talking. You know. Jack Nicholson says she was a pain in the ass, but it's Jack Nicholson, so I don't know how reliable <laughs> everything's a pain in the ass for him. I, I, yes, he looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> and let me get something interesting. Um, Audrey's family. We see the dynamic with her mm-hmm. mom and um, her brother. I forget his name. Um, um, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny Horn. Yeah, Johnny. and Cynthia, her mom. And I love the dynamic of how shitty her life is because she's presented as kind of like a rich girl. And why is she so mean? And it's like, because everything in her life. Yeah, sucks. her family is way fucked up. And Johnny, we don't see enough <laughs> of, I, I, you know, you feel bad for him because he's clearly mentally mm-hmm. incompetent in, in, in some fashion. I'm not sure if that's the right wordage I want to use, but um, he's in, he's disabled in some fashion. Yeah, yeah. Mentally disabled. She says, what does she say? He's like a fourth grader uh, in terms of, um, uh, capacity. yeah, he's uh, mental capacity, he's like a yeah. fourth grader, right? And yeah. and he's yeah. she says he's 27 or 28. I mean, he's he's that's been Cynthia's burden, not to be rude, but raising someone till they're 30 is a difficult, mm-hmm. I mean, and that so very she's hard, yeah. so disconnected from her daughter because she has to raise Johnny, 
all her time is already yeah. used up and, with him, and yeah. her philandering husband mr ben horn um i think it's a really good i wish we saw more for family dynamic because we don't we just see ben missed opportunity for sure yeah 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 we see a little bit of it in the return but without a little bit without really any, side of it for sure oh it's that's i hated that one of the worst even, uh, parts it. of the whole series that was probably yeah. the most upsetting thing uh by a large mm. margin i can't even make memes about it i think i did once and it did not get a good reception <clears throat> <laughs> i yeah there was a song uh, i think it was like a pixies and it was like you can't keep johnny down and so i put the picture of johnny laying down and put the words over it <laughs> and i thought this will work and people were like ah. No, it's still funny. Fuck them if they if they don't laugh. I, I, I didn't, you know, I don't love that either because it's fucked up. No, that's it's, a, that's it's not not saying that we love it, but no, hey, but it's it mean. is the comedy has got to be totally open to <clears throat> mostly anything. Mm-hmm. And then moving into, we get hints of uh, Laura's darker life. Let me uh, just about you know what is she into? Cocaine finds cocaine in her diary. Like she's just leaving this shit laying around. And she has like yep. nine or ten diaries. Do you think she leaves just a little bit in each diary? Sprinkles on a, a little bit on each one. Each page, so she gets a little <laughs> contact. Um, mm-hmm. We get to uh, abusive Leo with his shitty hair. We talked about that. Then we get to mm-hmm. the um, the town meeting uh, hosted by one Mayor Dwayne Milford, who is my favorite of all time. He's up there. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> I love him. I fucking love him, and he's great. Like, and awesome. we, when I we see him in season guy. two fighting with his brother, oh my god, I love it! It's and great. It I'm glad he lived up. long enough uh, after season one to do season two. <laughs> I, I could have, I could have watched. It looks like he's about to kill over. Yeah. I could have watched a Dwayne Milford like scene in every episode. If they just like five minutes, just him, <laughs> like a who was the guy at sixty minutes? Andy Rooney had the Andy Rooney minute at the end of every episode. He would just talk or about Mickey people. Rooney. No, no, no. And okay, I don't know. Now, Mickey Rooney did not get a thing in 60 minutes. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I would do like just a minute out of every episode of just Mayor Dwayne Milford's opinion on something happening in Twin Peaks. I want that. Instead oh, the, okay. The six, okay. I got, yeah. I, know, I know what you're talking about. Instead of now. the log Sorry. lady intros, we should have got Dwayne Milford intros. Oh, those log lady intros are. Do you watch though. your, now, do you watch your log lady intros? I'm a big proponent of the log lady intros. Um, nice. I, I bought the uh, Twin Peaks uh, the gold. Uh, like set. No, yeah. not the gold. It's like the uh, it has the the return and season one and two all uh-huh. together. Um, and so I, I I haven't seen all of them yet, but what I've mm-hmm. seen I love. I which watched. I, you know, which I forgot about the Log Lady intros until we talked yeah. about it right now. So I, actually, I'm gonna start make sure I, I watch those. With I did too. a review for this on my other channel, Daytona Makaya. Go and check it out on YouTube. Um, and I have, <laughs> I made sure I talked about every Log Lady intro because. You have to. It's essential. I think yeah. it gives a deeper uh, thing into the into the nature of David Lynch because it's he wrote them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have the the box that I got the A to Z collection. Does that make Lucky you, you, dude. I want I want that thing. It's not open. It like cost you a few hundred bucks, right? Uh, I I don't remember. I got it when it I pre ordered it, and then I never thought about mm-hmm. it again. <laughs> nice. Um, I never I haven't opened it. I don't need to. So. Is never going to remember. You already have all the other. I have the gold box and I have the first, second season in the blue boxes when they originally came out. Mm -hmm. I got it all before that. I I watch it with my computer. I don't have any, I don't have a DVD player. Yeah, I have that box set and I have them on on Voodoo. Oh, on Voodoo too? Yeah. Uh 
All right. Uh, then we found out that Harry is dating Josie. So she's getting mm-hmm. uh, she's getting it from all angles. Um, yeah. Then we go to Donna's sisters. One of them, I don't understand the inclusion of this 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 sister because they have a different yeah. sister later. And then this chick's was, never uh, mentioned again. The full blossom of the evening, or whatever the fuck she is. Yeah, full flower, full blossom. Full flower. It's it's one. She's just two of them. <laughs> I know one of them is the full blossom of the evening. Those the full flower or whatever. I don't know. And then we go to the roadhouse. Well, how come people can get served at the roadhouse? Well, what was that? How come uh, Donna and James can get served alcohol at the roadhouse? Same with Bob. I don't know. It's Twin Peaks. That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like I didn't. No, I, there's a lot of. Shit I always wonder about that. that. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't really. But but also, you know, with uh, with Jacques Renault working there, the cops were there though, and like other people were oh. there to see them do this. Like, <clears throat> is I was thinking of it like a hot fuzz situation where it's like, oh, the greater good, oh, a pint of lager won't kill them. You know what I mean? Maybe they're having one or two at the bar, but it won't be a problem. Like that's what I kind of think of it like that. Like it's keeping them out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Maybe we know where they're drinking at. Yeah, like uh, we, we prefer you do it here. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yes. Even, like someone's someone like that kind high of school. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna drink except guys, in this bar. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that's the smartest thing for this town to do because clearly Harry is a terrible cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you look at like Harry's a nice guy, but rampant drug use, trafficking, human trafficking, um mm-hmm. wild, just like you're fucking terrible. You're a bad cop. You're not a good cop, sir. There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, man. you've done nothing, <laughs> nothing. And there's other bad cops in it. Play off the weed. Is, yeah, he's too high. He's sitting around <laughs> eating donuts, getting high, uh, because they have that that scene coming up here with lots and lots and lots of donuts. Yes. And they're like, okay, I have a question about this one too. He says Lucy lays this out every night. Every night. How many donuts do they waste? That's not the question I have. What hmm. is the what when is when is the sheriff's department open when do they close because harry goes home we see him go home so obviously you're gonna be noticing all these things that i that i couldn't pay attention to well but it's obviously they're not doing this every (laughs) night because at some point he goes home there's some point they're closed because they open in the morning that's a good question as to when when exactly they they have the time to do that and so she's doing this every night before they close like and this, they just come to stale donuts. Because this is because this is this is after people were drinking at the roadhouse. There was a fight at the roadhouse. The big long chase scene, which we didn't talk about. This is after that. Hmm. Yeah. So, time. Uh, what time is it? It's gonna be like eleven thirty at night. <laughs> total disregard for time here. <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's a that's a good point actually. Like it's got to be late because this is after school for these kids. Mm-hmm. So it's after three thirty, or whenever school gets out. I assume it's the same, you know, sort of the same at three o'clock. After three o'clock, then they mm-hmm. went and did stuff. It's night. They went to the bar. <laughs> they they got chased by cops, and then they went and got donuts. Yeah, that's not seven thirty in the weird. afternoon. I'm just telling you. Um, the big <laughs> long chase scene. I have no idea I, what time I, it is. I hate the chase scene with Donna and and the cops. It's Why so, do you hate it? It's so long. And I do not care about James. <laughs> it's over nothing. James has right? a locket. James has a locket that doesn't matter. It's not important. It, it, it's not important. They know Laura was banging James. He pretty much admits it to Cooper earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. 
So why is he hiding this locket? They know you guys are banging. I don't know. There's no like, oh, hide the locket. Why? <laughs> why are you hiding this locket? And then Jacoby's following them and steals the lot. And that's not spoiling anything. We find out like the first part. Like that's who no, takes no, it. Does, all, it doesn't fuck. It's not really matter. a spoiler if you're gonna talk like an episode yeah. in advance. It's fine. Jacoby takes it so he can you know he's jacking off with that thing around his cock. Absolutely. Listen to those tapes uh, or whatever. Tightening it into a cock ring. Yeah. <laughs> he's listening to those tapes for like because Laura was very she was very sexy on those tapes, you know, not to put a spin on it, but you shouldn't be that sexy with your psychiatrist. <laughs> No, yeah, they, they, you can hear it when she's talking. Like, like, oh, like Doc. You know, what, what, mm. why? <laughs> she was doing her Bugs Bunny voice. Hey, Doc, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bugs Bunny dressed like Laura a couple of times. The sweater and the blonde hair. True. Something yeah. there. There's something. There's a connection. There's a connection. He was banging Jacoby, too. <laughs> um, we learned that Cooper is a cheapskate. When I talk about, he, wants, talk about uh, uh, he wants a cheap... Some of these hotels, they talk about a, a price and then they they fool you fool you around. Like, what are you fuck you? Will you get paid? Yeah, I'm sure the FBI is <laughs> paying a per diem on this, right? Yeah, I'm sure. There's no way he's paying for this hotel himself. No way. I don't no. believe you for one second. That goes on his expense. Yeah, high report. expectations. Yeah, <laughs> well, he doesn't. He's low expectations. He wants a cheap room, cheaply. He doesn't want a nice. There's only one hotel in in, in Twin Peaks, except for. The ones that the whores hang out at, like in Fire Walk with me, but um, mm -hmm. he doesn't want to go there. No, and how come Harry can get him a good rate at the Great Northern? Yeah, what? what why does he get into the bed? He's not friends with Ben Horn. Like they don't. They barely talk. <laughs> yeah, does law enforcement get a cheap rate there? So they turn a blind eye to all the whoring and drugs. Yeah, now we ben see Horn is why. Doing there, because Ben Horn see why Harry is such know, a shitty cop. Because Ben Horn's paying him off. Would you be surprised Ben Horn's paying him off? I wouldn't be. He pays off everybody else. Yeah, I'm sure he's attempted to at least. I, I think maybe he's not actively paying him off, but he's paying him off in doing things for the department. Mm -hmm. Pulling strings here and yeah. there. And Hey, you guys yeah. look like you need a new cruiser. Mm -hmm. Giving them the okay. funding they need yeah. for a lot of shit. Because like, yeah. they can't be getting funded well by the, <laughs> by the state of Washington. Absolutely not. And they have a number of <laughs> cops that work there. It's not just three cops. There's just six or seven cops that actually work there. Yeah. Full time. Yeah. They, so they, so you, who knows where their funding comes from? It just seems a bit odd to me, you know? And if mm -hmm. I was, if I was Harry, um, I would be playing Catherine and, and Harry or Catherine and uh, Ben off each other to get more funding. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, it looks like, uh, Packard Mill is two two uh, two inches over the county line. You know what I mean? I'd be doing some shit. I'd be getting some money out of them. Some fuckery. And then we see Bob for the first time in uh, in the mirror on accident. Do you do you yeah. buy that story? Do you, do you believe that story? It was on accident. Yeah. Why not? I believe it too. I just didn't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you made me. I don't have a like... counterpoint to that. I was just genuinely curious because it it's almost seems like that's stupid. That someone would be making it up. Yeah, or like yeah. that's a big mistake to make for your television show. Mm -hmm. That he was just standing where he wasn't supposed to be, or something like, like especially that. especially there because it wasn't like a sound guy. He was a uh, um, he laid out the room, didn't he? Why would he be? Like, why would he set be set designer? Why would he be there? What, he was a set designer, wasn't he? Okay, set designers don't hang out on set. The set's designed. Know. Do your scene. What and what was he designing? <laughs> the, the shot was two seconds. 
she goes oh and then it cuts to black like what do you mean was that the shot they used when when they when they saw that he was in in the in the the shot that's what i presumed do you you think they reshot it and i don't know i've never i mean it's it's just too perfect i mean i've never heard any other story but we got it and that was the shot but i you make a good point it maybe they liked it and then reshot that works that works let's let's do something with that i don't know one yeah, of those things. But I, I'm glad it, they did. I'm glad they, they oh, went with that because it, it is fucking terrifying. You dude. couldn't you couldn't have picked a better you couldn't have picked a better guy. And that we were talking yeah. about wholesome earlier. Some guy gave her grief because she posted a thing about uh, helping about with AIDS. We all know Frank Silva died of he died of AIDS. And yeah. someone was like, he's not a homosexual. Oh, that what? guess, well, yes, so he, what? Was. he was a homosexual, but, but even even even, even, even so, if he like... wasn't, people can get help with AIDS that aren't homosexual. Yes, exactly. and she, they they were like, well, the place that you sent us to was mostly gay people. I said, well, the AIDS is a big problem in the, in the gay community, so they they probably mm-hmm. cater towards that first. I'm sure if I went there and was like, hey, I'm a straight guy, but I have AIDS, they wouldn't be like, no, like that's not the point. No. They're just showing yeah, that no, a lot of the people that they help are in the LGBTQ realm. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. No, and not he, at but, all. but even on top of that, he was he was he was a gay man. Like, yeah, I heard that too. I read. I mean, I, I read that. Somewhere. I, mean, I, I, I never had sex it. with him myself. I have to prove it. I've heard. That Are he you bummed out about that? I don't know. He. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody that has sex with Bob seems to be enjoying themselves. I'm just saying what I'm saying. How much of that was Leland? How much of that was Bob? I don't know. He's fun. Leland looks like he's hanging brain. <laughs> he looks like he's got a little furry guy down there. He's probably, yeah, you know, what I mean? he's, I a thick, right. he's sort of a thick neck. You know what I mean? <laughs> here to talk about Leland Palmer's penis, everybody. If you wanted to hear about it, I think that he's he's ample. The safe assumption. It's a safe assumption. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So who stands out the most to you in this episode? Give me three people you like that really stood out. Not Cooper. Not Cooper. Okay, you just made it a lot harder. Um, Sarah, Sarah Palmer. Sarah Palmer. Of course, because just you know she's setting you up right there with just getting you comfortable with that grief, and that's the thing. The what this what this episode does, where it really lays it out for you, is that you have to learn to get comfortable with people showing their emotions and people openly showing grief. You know, and, her and, and it's, yeah, you got to learn, learn to respect that. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Okay. Her and Andy do it like back to back too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, I would say, uh, Andy <clears throat> is actually would be the second one who made the biggest impression on me, probably for, for the same reasons that he made the, the, the big impression on you, you know? Yeah. So same thing. Cause in all, I related to him the most, I feel, you know, um, uh, and aside from that, I would say, uh, Bobby. Because you know, yeah. Bobby just because oh, the, so the, the he, overacting he carries is done so well. He carries the episode. I'm telling you that right now. He is in the bulk of the scenes more than anybody mm-hmm. else in in the entire thing. And I think yeah. I, I think he does a hell of a job. Definitely. And like he it's for sure overacting with, with oh, a lot of his yeah. stuff, but it's done so well. You know, he's, you know, he's got a lot of swag in this. He's got a lot of like he's rolling to school late. Because he, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's just, he's just kind of cool. Yeah. I kind of like, I, I agree with the Bobby one. Bobby stands out to me right off the bat mm-hmm. as having Absolutely. a lot of personality. He's, he's a classic Lynch character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he definitely. feels like 
he could have been in blue velvet you know what i mean totally uh, as, totally. as like, like a friend of uh, yeah one of the high school guys or whatever they yeah you know laura laura dern's dating or something like that <clears throat> yeah the football player <laughs> um audrey i say too just because everything i don't know she's yes. sort of useless in this episode but she's super compelling like i, I could just know, watch her that's do that's what i've noticed about her that's one thing i'm looking forward to on this rewatch of twin peaks for well for this podcast is, is i'm going to be paying a little bit more attention to audrey this time you weren't paying attention to her and before i don't think i <laughs> you know i think i think i i missed what everybody else really loves about her so much yeah. So she's I think the, it just didn't click the, with me so much. She's the female Bobby. She's the bad. Yeah, she's the okay. bad girl with. But there's something else. You know what I mean? She's got a. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into it more yeah. with that, with that thought in my head. She's a, and, she's a compelling. I think you can see right over the family dynamic. They're going for a lot with her here. There's a lot that they're not saying. I gotta mention one thing when when they're taking role in class and mm -hmm. and she does the the the, the quotes the here. here. Yeah. When you take the show in as a whole and then see that again that's i don't know what does she mean like is she but she is, is she, there she is there i, I don't know yeah um, yeah she, just she but, but like i'm i'm like the whole the whole doppelganger and tulpa element you know you think that there do you think that there you, is i have i i take some liberties i take some liberties with my thoughts on the possibilities of what happens in this show and you know i get really fucking silly with some do you of the, think that audrey was a tulpa from episode pilot I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say just she does it. this. You just said it. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. We I'm never see we never see the real Audrey here. until that one scene in the return. Is what you're saying? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Billy Zane. Well, you, you know, whenever Diane was the top one, I'm going to spoil this because it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. They got a kiss from Cooper, brought her back. Do you think Billy Zane on the plane when he deflowered her, he didn't kiss her? Yeah. Is that what we're doesn't saying? Kiss. A pretty woman, yeah. Because if, if I'm just saying, okay, so kiss. if kissing does it and no one's kissed Audrey, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what kind of guy Billy Zane is, but I hope he'd at least kiss her on the mouth. I don't know, but man. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, fan, yeah, I love the fan. Hey, I, I like love the Phantom, Phantom movie, man. I love it. I, that, uh, that's nostalgia for me right there. So I, uh, <laughs> I love that movie. That movie was, I'm a big fan of like the comic strip and I'm a big fan of the movie mm -hmm. for no reason because it's a terrible movie. It is a terrible movie. But it's so damn entertaining. Treat Williams <laughs> in is. that is just like chewing on the scenery and he's like, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> I don't know why why um, Billy Zane just amuses me. It, well, uh, Demon Demon Knight with him as well. I've never seen Demon Knight. Oh, yeah, but he's, got, he's looking for Jesus's blood and he's like Satan <laughs> and it's Fucking! I'm like, this is the is best. This bald Billy Zane, or it's is bald, this bald? This is bald, big bald Billy Zane. <laughs> nice. And he's like Satan, and he's a demon. And he's looking for the blood of Jesus. And I was like, yeah. damn, this is hard. This is a good movie. It's not. He was movie, absolutely a part of my childhood, though, man. Because you had Titanic and you had Phantom. Titanic, Phantom. <laughs> um, I, I can't. He was in other stuff that I remember seeing him in. And I was just like, I really like Billy Zane. I know I've seen no him in a lot of other stuff. I just don't remember why. He's not a good actor, but I love him. He's, no, he's like, yeah. He's particularly bad in Twin Peaks. He's particularly offensive, and I'm offended by his character in this show because he's a <laughs> he's a sex pest. A, a, a what? He's a sex pest. What is that? He pressures Audrey for sex, 
in every okay. scene that he's in. Every scene. So, so you're seeing sex pest? Pest, yeah. Like he's a like he's a he's a he's a he should be on a registry, a registry. Okay, okay. You know? gotcha. Like uh, he's not allowed within fifty feet of a schoolyard, much like gotcha. Sign Peaks. <laughs> um, <laughs> putting that out there <clears throat> for his dad podcast. <clears throat> Sorry, sign peaks. Uh, important takeaways. I also want to point out a uh, log formations has mm-hmm. really thin hair. <laughs> and what's what's the other thing? Wholesome peaks is she got gout. Uh, Holocaust and she's a Holocaust nine. I think the gout is from the Holocaust nine because she's not eating kosher. It's karma. <laughs> Come back biting ass. Yeah. <laughs> Those chicken livers ain't gonna be too good for you. Get some gefilte fish. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, Lynch TV versus movies. Let's talk about just bring wait, I don't wait, get wait, into what were the what were your characters? You said uh, Andre. Audrey, Bobby. Did I not say a third one? Okay, no, you, you, you said Bobby. No, I don't think you said a third one. Uh, Catherine, third one? Catherine, really. Catherine, okay, cool. Knocked yeah. it out of the park for me. I don't remember liking her this much the past mm-hmm. eight times I've seen it, but watching this, man, she's a, she's fierce. She's scary. I get why Pete, I get why Pete is drawn to her. You know what I mean? She's a powerful mm-hmm. woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very sexy. Pete can somehow like manage to calm that fire a little bit. To, yeah. Like, he temp- he tempers. He tempers her. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, absolutely. And, and in reward, he gets a treat. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Definitely. That's all. Yeah. Good call on that. Good I can't call. Think so of, Audrey, I can't Catherine, and, and uh, Bobby. Bobby. I think we yeah we can we definitely agree on Bobby has a special um, note Dwayne Milford. <clears throat> okay, my, all yeah. my love, all my love. <laughs> yeah, special note for me too, of course, Pete. Yeah, oh, if, I, I would say if if Andy wasn't in there, I would I would say Pete. Would be I think there, Pete probably. is like the face of Twin Peaks, in my opinion. Like I don't, a, I yeah, almost almost call. for me like every important thing that happens, Pete's there in the periphery. He's doing something, you know what he I mean? He is Twin Peaks. He's like the classic yeah. Twin Peaks guy. Well, he's Henry. You know, he's a racer head Henry. He's like yeah. he's the proto Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Good call. Uh, so, David Lynch movies versus TV. Which one do you think he has a better grasp on as as a director? As his concepts being laid out, as uh, just. Do you prefer him be long-winded like Twin Peaks, or do you like a do you like a two-hour jaunt with him? If you had to pick, I guess it depends on my mood, really. But I mean, yeah. I don't think his his work would be would be what it is now as a whole without <clears throat> you know the the TV element. Yeah, just just with the film too. But I would say I think he has a better grasp on the film on film. He, you know, he could so. be a bit long-winded. As the yes. return, as the return shows us. But I love, I love that too, though, mm-hmm. and and it's an equal amount that I love that. I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't think I like his films more than Twin than Twin Peaks. The Return is like one of the most amazing pieces of art that I've ever seen. I, I think you know? I, the Return is 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 incredible. It does have those moments of just incredible, frustrating, like stupidity that could have been left out. That aren't Do even you think like, it purposely builds builds expectation no, to don't. let you down? I, at I, I don't. I don't think it's intentional. Okay, I don't think that either. <clears throat> I, just, I think it's just. Bad. I know other, other people feel that. I think too. it's just bad script writing, and it's just bad directing, and it's just bad. You, so I don't think it's bad. That's the thing. I don't think it's bad. I think it's what it is. It's just 
But some of it's object- some of it's objectively bad. Like whether you yeah. like it or not, some of it is objectively like poorly done. One uh, thing that's going to be hard to get out of me is like saying that something's, I suppose I'm going to say more often that something's good than something is bad. Yeah. But it, it's not it's not <clears> often <throat> I say something's bad really because I'm trying to look at more. It's something that Dead Lynch said. He said what he wants to make pictures that paint paintings that that move right. Yeah. So I'm looking at, at all of the stuff that he makes as as, as a painting. It's that everything's just going to be. There's totally plenty objective. of shitty. There's plenty of shitty paintings out there. <laughs> yeah, I know you have a good point there too. Plenty of people that are great painters make <laughs> shitty paintings. You know what I mean? Like, look at them. Um, you know, um, what's the one with the fucking the broad smile and everybody's like, a beautiful smile and Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. I, I can think of Mona Lisa. It's a terrible painting. It's a terrible, boring, unfinished painting. It's not that's a good fair. painting. It's not a good painting. So. It's objective. He didn't think it was good because he didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I would say I would say that in, in that regard, like David Lynch is a skilled painter, though he doesn't he's, do he's bad absolutely. paintings. But he he does you know? plenty of he does plenty of bad paintings. Did you ever see his other TV show <laughs> about the radio? This was terrible. No, no. What's that? It, he did a, a, a sitcom style, and the episodes were on on YouTube. I have them downloaded. Um, I oh, I know. You told me about this in one of our very first conversations. It, it was a long, it was, long, long time ago, actually. Uh, something on the radio or something like that. It was terrible. It was really bad. But that's not okay. I'm not bashing Lynch. I'm, I'm using him as a. I like to look at him in perspective. People too often want to give him carte blanche for anything mm-hmm. he does has got to be art. But sometimes stuff is just bad. Sometimes it's just crap. Sometimes it's just what it is. That's okay. Yeah, that's good to think that. Yeah. To see it, as that, yeah. it doesn't doesn't lower him as a, a, a director or a person. Everybody no, sometimes I'm, does shit that just doesn't land. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll really to be a, I think to be considered a good director, you just got to do that one good movie. I would say, right? I mean, you you nailed it once. <laughs> I don't know, because you know, is M Night Shyamalan a good? Would you call him a great director? Again, I don't know enough about directors and their styles to to. To make a judgment ob- on objectively, that. as a director, M. Night Shyamalan's a really good director. His directing is really mm-hmm. good. His movies suck. <laughs> okay, I see like, what you mean. His his eye, his understanding of a scene, his able to let things land and move, like how he paces stuff. He's a great director. He's got a great mm-hmm. eye. He can't his stuff that he makes is bad. So gotcha. I look at okay. Lynch is like the the opposite of that is he's not a very good director. But he has a great eye and a great sense of art. His directing is very experimental, it's, right? I it's, mean, um, he... it's, it's almost borderline amateur, mm-hmm. more than experimental. Experimental is a nice way of saying he's not a great director. He understands basic filmography and directing, mm-hmm. and he can do funny things with it that are interesting. But as a directing style it's very pedestrian it's very amateur and it works for him because that's what he's kind of going for a little rough around the edges yeah um he's more he's more got a better sense of of art in a scene than he does actually like directing Mm -hmm. he's good with actors though we've heard him yeah he has a good relationship with his actors that's i've heard that I don't know if it hinders him as a director, even because you, how many great directors have terrible relationships with their actors? Here that they're tiring. A lot, right? James Cameron, Alfred Hitchcock, Stanley Kubrick. You hear these guys are monsters. Yeah, you hear horror stories about that. And and that's horrible, you know. But I don't know how much of it. Hitchcock famously said that the actors don't matter. Oh wow! 
he said, I write the scripts or I have the scripts. I'm the director. They're just people that I put in place. And I see some merit to what he's saying as a director. Like I get it. I disagree, but I get what he's saying. They're mm. just there to, to make his vision real. They're not there to have an opinion. That's what they're getting paid for, right? I, mean, I guess. To, I, to think carry out a, his vision. I think that's a harsh way to, 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 to do it, though. <laughs> no, it, it is harsh. It is, but, you know, you got to be able to understand where someone's coming from, too. Yeah. I mean, not, not, not that it's right. <laughs> no, but I think this, but there's something to be said for art coming from pain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can you make can you turn suffering into something uh, worth worth a damn? And with them, yeah, Lynch has a different approach, and and I really I respect his approach with actors. Yeah, very nice, very calm, very polite, very understanding. Casual, right? Yeah, Kyle McLaughlin yeah. famously says that he doesn't really give you a lot of direction. He's just kind of like, okay. He sees what you're gonna do when you yeah. well, like he, he can see you doing a lot when you when he's writing a script out for you, right? I mean. He has something in mind. And he wants a whole be, vibe to be carried out. Because of his meticulous casting, I would say that yes. Mm-hmm. Because of how weird he is about casting people, I would say that he has certain expectations when he's writing somebody's lines. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't like, you love I, to see Nick Cage in another Lynch movie again? I would love to see Nick Cage do anything with David Lynch. It'd be amazing. He should have shown up in the return <laughs> as a different character. Or maybe he'll show up in Unrecorded Night or Wisteria, which is never... Whatever the fuck is going on with that. I don't know. Netflix dropped it, but they also dropped David Cronenberg's miniseries as well. Um, I didn't even know he had a miniseries coming out. Well, neither did David Cronenberg, apparently, because it got dropped. (laughs) I don't know... I don't know what they're doing. They're making crap, because Netflix original Mm -hmm. shows suck to me. They suck. Yeah, they're they're few and far between. I know. Like, I I dropped Netflix after the Cuties debacle. I I refused to give them money. Oh yeah, that was a whole weird thing, right? I don't yeah. I don't uh, I try to not fund pederasty as much as I possibly can. <laughs> That's very respectable, though. Um, I just think that it's, it was gross, and people were like defending it. I'm not gonna get into the whole thing. People were, like defending. They're like, well, they had uh, people on set to talk the kids through the scenes. Hire an 18 year old. Just hire an 18 year old. Tell her to play 12. You don't need to hire 12 yeah. That's Yeah, the, the, the whole thing seemed Ooh, pretty done. weird with that, that cutie thing. Well, the French are <laughs> disgusting. I have had, we talked about this last time. I, I, having watched French TV and cinema, I now hate the French. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I've watched has been fucking terrible. Netflix has good comedy, though. I mean, there's a lot of shitty specials on, on no, there. No, they're, they're the new good HBO good comedy special people. Yeah. I, that may, but that you may, know what? That may change. That yeah, that's probably gonna change. But no, right now the thing to do, I think people will drop in their special on YouTube if they're if they're marketing themselves correctly on their social media. That's smart. They're they're dropping their special for free on YouTube. You got Mark Norman doing it, you got um Sam Morell. Mark Norman's funny but, too. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah, uh Shane Gillis, his his special. You turn you turned me on to him, man. He he was killing it. I really liked he's self-deprecating. He's got a mm-hmm. lot of just he just nails it. You know, I, yeah. I I I never heard of him. I guess he was on Saturday Night Live for a hot minute. He for a quick literally second, a then he got fired for like a, a problematic thing he said on a, on a podcast, I think. And it, it God, I hope like, I never got done on Saturday Night Live. What are they gonna hear me say? <laughs> Jesus, yeah, for real. But no, I think it worked out good for him because you know that got him some attention and and uh 
now he dropped a special and, it, and it's amazing. This special what, is hilarious. What did they say? There's no news that's not good news. Do you know what I mean? For people. Mm-hmm. Any Works out in some certain way. Good for him. He's actually, you turned me on to him. He was fucking, I was, at first I was like, I, I don't know. Because I'm weird. Everybody <laughs> you've shown me has been funny. Even a couple of funny bronze. Yeah. Yeah. Christina P for sure. Is, that's not is a thing. I just don't, I don't find a lot of comedians. And so it's even harder to find female comedians. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're out there. There's a lot of good and female comedians. Everyone, you want to know me. another good one? Yeah, uh, Miss Pat. If you've Ms. ever Pat. heard of Miss, yeah, sure. I'm just gonna say YouTube Miss Pat and find her bits. And but the dude, oh my god, watched, she's incredible. I watch depressing things all day, every day, instead of more stuff <laughs> that I review. I don't watch funny stuff. I'm not. A, I'm not. You got to balance it out somehow. I, I run a meme page where I make nothing but comedy memes. And I don't you, watch you, you provide your own comedy. I don't watch anything <laughs> funny. <laughs> I watch like uh, whatever, whatever depressing Russian film I can find. Uh, oh, this is this three and a half hours of people hating themselves. Oh, I'll watch that. And then somebody's like, well, watch this 15 minute clip of a comedian. I'm like, ah, that's a long time you to know, invest in it. If it wasn't for, for my lady, I probably would be watching all a bunch of, I would fall into the habit of just watching always depressing shit all the time. <laughs> or I just put on YouTube and just put like garbage, whatever. There's a lot of good content on YouTube. There's a lot of good creators that put out a lot of good free stuff. It's, uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta be willing to find that though. It's like it's like yeah. the people who uh, are lost in the thought that there's no good music out there. There's sure oh good music new out there music? right now. Am- I I'm a big like, a lot of good new music. EDM fan. I think you you're like it enough as well. Yeah, so I, like, I, just, I like electronic music. I just enough, go yeah. on and I just find like like this person like this go on like there's you know there's not their uh, their page where they, they like have their yeah so I just click on like ten people until I find something I like. Yeah, there <laughs> so, you go. Like, I love ambient noise. I love, we were talking about, uh, I got I got into Nigerian hyperpop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that. I'm, I'm not like, even kidding. It's really awesome. good. There was not, like, I was, at, I was in Tennessee and the guy in my Uber was, was Nigerian and he was listening mm. to this, this hyperpop, Nigerian hyperpop and some Nigerian like R&B or rap or whatever you want to call it. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's Nigerian. And he kind of wrote down a couple of names for me. And I, I've been on a African dream pop kick for a <laughs> nice. little bit. I couldn't tell you anybody's name because it's just, but it's just really fun. But like, if you're looking for, there's also world music. People forget there's other places oh, yeah. in the world that make cool music. Not, Definitely. it's not all, it's not all Canada, you know. <laughs> yeah, but then at the end of the day, um, I always go back to Angelo Baralamente. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I like how you you say it with an accent. I knew you were going to do that too. I could see it in your eyes. You got a glint yeah. before you said it. The little like, pause. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Very so, talented. Back to Twin Peaks. Okay. Well, um, what, what, what would you change? If you could change anything, would there be anything you would change? Do you think this is, this is, tight do you think there's anything you would just tweak or you know with my my, my general philosophy on the on these kind of things is that i can't change anything otherwise it wouldn't be what it what what i like i would change the, the james stuff by, by killing him i would cut it i would cut it i would cut the james stuff <laughs> out of the show cut him completely. he's not even he's a character that becomes totally useless having laura yeah. having a second boyfriend would have been important if it went anywhere yeah, 
I suppose you're right. But no, I mean, also, he everybody hates James too. You know? Like I hate Donna too. I don't, I don't, I don't mind them. I just, I just, it's, it's fun to make fun of James. So like, I, it's I, easy I'd to make fun of James, James too. I'd so. give it. A, I would change Donna to a dog or something that Laura had that's really sad, and <laughs> that no one would even notice the difference. Sad dog. Oh, okay, dog sad. We could get just shots of the dog I'm, being I'll, sad. I'll, I'll give James the time of day. I'll hang out with them for a quick. I'm not fucking hanging out with that or... piece of shit. He's gonna make you pay for the coffee. <laughs> I ain't got no damn money. Can, can you pay for my coffee? I left my yeah. wallet at home. He ain't got no wallet. <laughs> he would have it on that chain attached to his thing. He rides a bike. <laughs> I've never I, seen him with a chain. Just, I wrote a pretty stupid note. I mean, you're. I don't think you're going to agree with me at all. But we, I mean, we don't have his, to agree. Uh, <laughs> no, it's That's okay. The point. Um, but uh, his acting, James James Marshall's acting on in the scene where there was a quick 30 seconds where like his acting i thought was pretty fucking good when he was t- talking to uh to Lara, uh, to uh donna uh right before the, the moments before he uh they, they kissed and everything when he oh, was when just they're, talk, when they're, burying, the they're burying the thing yeah when he's talking about the night before and how how laura was acting his <laughs> acting was i want to give him credit for that it was reasonable he, there is it a couple good. of there's a couple of scenes and particularly in fire walk with me mm-hmm. where he nails it and it's all it's that same scene he's talking about because in the scene in the movie he does a really good job mm-hmm. um, yeah he does and and it's it's but it's always about that one scene like he only could get his head around one scene mm-hmm. he understood what happened the night with laura and he hasn't understood anything else since and <laughs> it, you're right I, I actually agree with you on that one yeah yeah he did yeah. a hell of a job he's very very passionate there very emotional yeah yeah like he was like genuinely concerned and heartbroken about it you know sort of punched in the that. stomach beforehand so yeah he was a little bit yeah but then but then they had to do the whole i changed my mind i'm not sorry yeah it was, <laughs> and then okay. that was yeah. get on my bike and ride <laughs> and i know they based him off of uh you know james dean and everything like that like quite quite obviously I do. they really tried to um, but but he didn't failed. have he doesn't have half the charisma uh nor talent nor yeah the character is not half as compelling as anything james dean was even in life. he's not nearly as rooting as he needs to be no no, no. If, he, if he played it more like james dean which james dean i think given perspective on that he was a like a closet homosexual during his life mm-hmm. and that's Maybe. that's why he played tortured so well no he was, he was yeah he was known he was known to be a homosexual Oh, okay, no, I didn't know. I didn't he, know. That's it cool. was known. It was just he was in the closet because he was, you know, he couldn't go out back then, mm-hmm. like like Rock Hudson, you know. And um, I think that that was part of the pain is that he couldn't be his self. That's sad to think about. Yeah. yeah, and if James could think about being a good actor and knowing he could never do it, maybe that would come through better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a movie with Naomi Watts about an evil elevator. Is where his career is gonna go because it did. Do you see that? <laughs> no. What was that? What was that? It was him and Na- I think it was Naomi Watson. It's about an elevator that was quite evil. Oh, was it? Oh, that movie uh, Devil. He was in that. No, that was years later. Oh, was, this was like mind. this was like two thousand and four. And Naomi Watts. This is pre pre Mulholland Drive. It sounds straight to DVD. I I don't know where I probably I probably rented it or something. I used to get that like <laughs> find bad movies. Be like ah, I gotta watch this. Um. And he he's an elevator repairman, and the elevator is quite evil. Quite evil. Quite evil. I mean, I guess. Okay. 
okay a fucking elevator sounds elevator good man takes you to the wrong floor <laughs> oh my god like what do you it's like it closes it's, as people are trying to walk into getting getting yeah, but into you know it. like maybe show like an elevator like an elevator would take a while to kill you because it's just like padding and it goes real slow mm. <laughs> like a falling <laughs> elevator that's scary but like an evil elevator i don't know yeah. it doesn't sound yeah. that scary I don't need to see that. <laughs> Let's off of Twin Peaks. We're going to have a, some, a little conversation after that. Is this okay? We'll have a little bit of just, yeah. a, just a general riff. Um, I got a wound. <laughs> I woke up today and I have a wound on my stomach. Like, a, like about this a wound? Yeah, like a, like a bruise. I'm Why? Like, what the fuck is this bruise from? And my daughter, Ava, it's the size of her foot. She kicked me in the stomach. Repeatedly oh while no! I was sleeping, because um, I have a bed. I got her a bedroom. Like she has a bedroom in the other room, but she likes to sleep with me because she's two. You know, and I, course, yeah. I'm like, honey, do you want to go to your bed? She's like, no, I want to sleep with dad. And I'm like, cool. I'm not gonna say no. I love sleeping with her. She's you know my little buddy. Of course, yeah. And she she kicks me. She's a little fucking bitch though. She's so mean. <laughs> she gouged my eye the other day. She kicks me in the stomach. Dude, my my son is rough with me like that too. He's uh, just pulling on my hair and. And yeah, he he likes to, you know, as you're laying down, he likes to jump on you. Jump on you. Oh my God. That's jump on your tummy and yeah. everything. And yeah. pop on pop through the generation of children. Yep. Yep. Dads he's all over a, the world have dude. bruised ribs. Thanks to Mr. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know I understand your pain with that. Well, but she's no, a little... like, uh... good, good. No, I was going to say, waking up to a, a bruise that size of a, her, little, no her little foot, that, yeah. that sounds painful. <laughs> and it's, it's quite, it's like right under my rib. Um, so it was really, it's really strange, but she's, she's a little girl, so she's a brother, so she fights like mean. You know, she's, a, yeah. she gouges eyes and she bites, she kicks groins <laughs> and I'm like, fucking Jesus. <laughs> she's adorable. Have you have you seen any new movies recently? Uh yeah, dude. I saw one of your favorite movies, Videodrome. Videodrome. Yeah. We're doing and video peaks over on our Instagram. It is Hell Videodrome yeah, are, and dude. Twin Peaks together at last for the first time. David mm-hmm. David Cronenberg Lynch. Did you say yep. I, put that, I put that on the poster? David Cronenberg Lynch. I'm I got I, I gotta you, see that. You, again. Ne- you, you always you gotta look posters. At the bottom, because you always have a little, a little, some stuff sprinkled in there, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I put ours. I put Demon Peaks and and um, Goth Peaks present Video Peaks by David Lynch. I saw, I saw that. I think I think I missed the Cronenberg Lynch. I thing, put though. I put uh, it was James Woods, Kyle McLaughlin, and I didn't put like people's names and say fuck them like I did the one time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's man, that's that's hard to keep up when you're always like tagging all the uh, oh, all the Peaks accounts. I, I do it when I'm drunk. Community posts. I do it when I'm I only oh, do when it. you're drunk and you're just like, oh, you I not, love you guys. Have you not noticed they only come out at like 5 a.m.? You'll be like, I noticed that. That's it. I noticed I'll that. get like an idea at like 3 30. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> this is a really good idea. Everybody's at the, right, last, guys, the last supper. And I remember I made the last supper one and everybody was sitting there. I like, love that one. Yeah, that's great. Like, it's just stuff like that where I don't know what the fuck I'm. I did the horror one for this month. I forgot yeah. I did that one. That one was really good. You you were pinhead, right? I was, I was pinhead. Yeah, I was really happy about that too. I couldn't. One of the one of the few horror movies I watched. That was the perfect one for you. I was like, that's got to be. It had to be that one. (laughs) I love that movie too. Um, 
but no yeah dude video drum. Uh, what do you think of that i love video drum. i love dude i haven't seen uh too many too many uh cronenberg movies but um that's the best one again the f- it's so good dude and uh debbie harry you can't mm-hmm. i mean you can't go wrong with that man yeah but i mean video drum i thought it was cool man because it, it gave me that 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 kind of b movie horror feel but also but also you know it gave it, there was good quality in that too oh, the, the visual effects oh my god with his his uh, stomach, really good stomach vagina Oh God, that's exactly what that what I was thinking when I was watching that. <laughs> so I, I heard an interpretation for this one time, and I I don't agree with it, but I thought it was great. Video drum is about masturbation. He's Explain sitting that. in front of the TV. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. With his gun, mm-hmm. you know. I and I sort of buy it. Like it's a it's a very sexual. It's about the dangers of masturbation and pornography. And you know what? I could buy that. And the addictions to it. Yeah. yeah well, that's, it is a, it is a bad. Uh, no fooling but pornography addiction is bad in this country it's people, real people fucking it's terrible young these young men don't know what they're getting into and they're ke- you know the chemicals it's think about coming you're releasing dopamine you're getting mm-hmm. this thing and then you're seeing these violent images of women being degraded and hurt and what are you what are you going to think, think and about you start to think that's normal too yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. i'm a i'm a, i'm a big anti-pornography person i i think people are probably surprised to hear that but uh mm-hmm. Um, I have no, no, not for me. Thank you. For sure. No, I respect that. That's I, I totally respect your your view on that. But Absolutely. I could see that as I'm a, not against pornography, really. But I mean, I mean, I'm not here I mean, to change anybody's opinion on it. I I personally <laughs> find it to be, you know, that's my own. I find it to be abhorrent, but that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> mm, that's okay. <laughs> but I I could see that as a as a as a. I don't know that I buy that as the. Uh, video drum interpretation but i could see it it's a fun take on it for sure especially james woods's character is the only one affected by it because he's the only one watching it the other guy actively isn't watching it remember i never yeah, he's looked like at yeah it. i'm I not never, watching that shit he never saw it he didn't look at the pornography like james woods did mm-hmm. yeah and debbie harry becomes reduced from a real woman down to a thing on the tv i don't know oh, there's something yeah, there's something a- there that I never really thought about. Until I, I think, I think that, that that interpretation is going to be stuck with me now. Oh, the video is gone. There you oh, are. There we yeah, go. It's a, it was different. I don't know how I feel about it, but I, I kind of, it's a great movie. Visually. I liked intense. it a lot. Um, yeah. I didn't, I, you know, the one thing I didn't like about it was that it turns out it's a guy to a glasses store and he goes to the glasses, like extravaganza to kill the guy. Oh yeah, the sunglasses <laughs> extravaganza. The guys that the evil guy in the movie it hosts runs a sunglass <laughs> hut, like <laughs> that's some evil shit. Right he runs there, a string man. of sunglass huts. You would never <laughs> think it was him. Like if it was, there had to be someone better, government or something like that. No, it was a guy literally runs a sunglass like store. <laughs> Dude, uh, ever since watching it, I can't stop saying. Death of Videodrome, Long Live the New Flesh. <laughs> I used to have on my old MySpace, there was a picture of me and painted in blood. It said Long Live the New Flesh. It was my blood nice. that I did it. So I was super edgy. Super edgy. Yeah. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails for sure got the name of that song. Oh, yeah. From that. I, the I'm B-side pretty, off the uh, Fragile. I'm pretty sure Trent is in, inspired by a lot of horror stuff. Absolutely. He's not quite yeah. as like Misfits uh, Return of the Fly, but... Uh, <laughs> No, he's, still, he's not more of the, he likes more of the, the poppy electronic side of the, yeah, the yeah. Show. I just meant in terms of like naming stuff, he's not quite as blatant. No, yeah. 
Um, um, what about you? What's some other um, what's um, movie you for, for, for my show? I watched um, Cornetto Trilogy, which was fine. We talked about that in American Werewolf in London, which we talked about that. Um, I watched Phantasm, the first one. Nice. There's like uh, five of those. There's right? like like, five, they're fucking stupid. I love them, but they're terrible movies. Yeah, yeah. they're like the a lot worst. of horror movies are that way. These are like these are like the best worst horror movies because most of the time, though, in bad horror movies, you understand what's going on in the plot. I watched Phantasm again. And it's been a while. And I was like, what the fuck is happening in this film? What's the plot? <laughs> There's no plot. Big guy comes, pretends to be a woman, sucks the cock, sucks a bunch of cocks and kills dudes and then shrinks them down. What? That can't be your plot. Because it's revealed. The <laughs> I don't tall remember man, it too much. The, the tall man was, you know, Angus Grimm was the guy, the woman killing people. So he's out there sucking. Mm-hmm. We see him sucking cock earlier. <laughs> <laughs> So Angus, I gotta rewatch those. I it's been a, it's been a good minute since I've seen those. Um, I saw Noori, the Curse. Once again, I'm reviewing that for my show, uh, which is a really yes. underrated Japanese. It's a Japanese found footage documentary. Oh, nice! It's a documentary based on found footage, but it's a fake documentary. Okay, so it's like okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's, 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 it's there's layers. It's interesting because it's a, it's a documentary based on found footage about a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> about a guy who makes documentaries it's and it's it's about this curse but like they interlace like interviews and there's like stuff from different programs like day programs mm-hmm. it's there's a lot going on in it and it's it's low budget but they managed to to really get everything they can out of that low budget nice. i would recommend it if you like japanese horror it's a it's it's a underrated i do i do like i it's been a hot minute since i've seen japanese horror but uh, but uh I but I know I've seen the original original um, uh, garage movies like the Juan. Juan, yeah, I didn't love Juan. Is one that the franchise that I couldn't get into. No, I couldn't. I appreciate the first one. I just couldn't. Like I didn't. Something about it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I know. I remember it really scared me. But I don't know if I would have the same opinion if I, if, I, if I saw these. Scary now. kids aren't scary to me. Really. I will fucking punch a kid in the fucking face. Like I'm not scared of a little kid. <laughs> like if I saw a little like naked kid like right here right now, I'd fucking I'd just punch him. Like what are you gonna do? Then what if kid. that doesn't work? Then I'll stab him or shoot him. It's a fucking kid. What what if nothing works? Then he can live in the garage. What the You're fuck dead. do I tell you? You're dead. I'm not You're scared dead. of little kids. I'm not scared of little kids. You're dead. It's like Chucky. They're like, oh, I'm scared of Chucky. Chucky's a doll. The dog <laughs> man with a knife. I would get a knife because I'm all, I'm a full grown human being. Like that new series is supposed to be pretty good. The new I'm not gonna, series. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch that. No, oh, I, I like Jennifer Tilly. I, I guarantee it's garbage. I guarantee it's garbage. Probably is. It's probably just entertaining. I've never been a big Chucky yeah. fan. I just I couldn't get into it. I don't get it. They're fun. I'm not They're a scared doll is another thing I'm not scared of. Like people are like, oh, scary doll. It's a fucking doll. Throw it in a fire. <laughs> oh, what if the doll um, comes back? Then it's a doll. Put it in a trunk. <laughs> They're just fun movies. They're not necessarily scary. I know they're me. fun. Like I like, you know, like uh, there's the old Twilight Zone about the the eventualist dummy. I love that and stuff like. Mm-hmm. I like some of it. I'm just not scared of it because it's not doesn't. I'm not scared of a doll. I don't get it. Yeah, I get it. Like, it's a demon. <laughs> um, if you, if, okay, can you imagine being a demon and you come down and possess a fucking doll? How stupid are you? Of all there's things, eight, of there's all seven billion things, right? people in the world, and you come and fucking. <laughs> whales the size of 80 people and you're a doll you're <laughs> fucking retarded like you're not ever gonna that you're never gonna get a promotion in hell 
<laughs> What's your assignment today? Um, I'm, a, I'm a doll today, Satan. Oh, fuck. You must suck. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um what's another thing i watched recently um dead don't die i watched that for the first time. i like that jim jarmuth yeah. yeah i love jim jarmuth i just posted a, a meme with him in it that the swing sling my sling peaks with him he's the guy taking the order for food oh yeah see i i haven't seen sling blade he's in so it he's only in that, that one scene <laughs> but he's <laughs> in it i mean it's something i like yeah. jim jarmuth he's underrated um i did uh uh the the, the peaks don't peak today <laughs> i saw it i love that the dead don't die in twin peaks <laughs> and and he used he loves he, he puts tom waits in his stuff and no one else puts tom waits in his stuff mm. i love tom yeah. Waits. so well dude I, um him him and uh john laurie the stuff mm-hmm. they did i mean stranger than paradise and uh, yep. uh down by law i haven't seen john permanent laurie. vacation yet but um uh, no there's those too yeah john laurie yeah. Is, uh, He's the guy. He's the, Dude, you, I'm you, reading his book right now. You didn't know he had a second series, if I recall, right? The painting? No, no. I wasn't aware of the first series. Oh, I, Fishing what, with... Painting, painting, painting with John was my first Oh, uh, okay. I remember we were him. talking about but I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah. And then, because, okay, the way it happens, because we were doing the Tom Waits week. Yeah. Or you were doing the Tom Waits week. Yeah. And Mullet Peak sent you a the thing with a chicken John fish. Thing. It was the Tom Waits. I'm like, what the and i was like what, what what is what is that from and 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 you said fishing with john i'm like huh is that like what did he do did this guy do painting with john and then you tell me and i'm like <laughs> yeah, oh shit okay <laughs> and i i watched painting and then with john. that's when i found it out they're all amazing they're, the man could do any i don't know why he has to have a theme like painting or fishing it could just be john the dude's a true artist man the, He's a, i'm reading his book right now what, what, what's his book is, it's called, uh, it's just a memoir. It's called uh, um, uh, The History of Bones. It's called Booking with John. Booking with John. <laughs> Writing with John. Booking with John. <laughs> it's good? It's, such a, it's, it's, it's great, man. It's, it's talking about the New York art scene, you know, from the uh, 70s and 80s. And just his time with, uh, he's just, he's an artist, man. He's, he's experimenting with a bunch of different art styles. And then he finds... The lounge lizards and and not finds but like he he he, he finds no he lizards. finds them because they're not nobody else for them. <laughs> yeah dude and he's uh he's really authentic and i and i like his uh i like his i like the way he wrote the book too it's really cool he's got no he's got no bullshit the guy's he's there he's no, what you see no is what you get i love he's him. a love very him. genuine human being yeah i would love to he's see cool. him more involved in things that i i like obviously just because i don't get a chance to see his world that often i'm not in the art world i don't have you know and i i think because right Mm. now my mind feels so art oriented or like art appreciative i guess you Mm -hmm. would say um it's making me appreciate that book a lot more that's good you're the right you're the right mindset because dude you know uh the painter um uh i I don't know how to say his name basquiat jean-michel basquiat yeah yeah dude you know you know know, he he lived on john laurie's like floor for like seven or eight months before he blew up jean laurie was like can you jean imagine laurie that was, was, that's so cool dude yeah jean laurie was was this guy's um like like hostile he uh, is like a fucking mentor no yeah. like, like like a mentor kind of you know they would just like wow. be up all night smoking weed and and painting on cardboard on whatever they can 
you know we were talking about work before we got on here and that's what i'm talking about creativity putting yourself mm -hmm. out there that's what that's the goal it's it's dude it's it's hard to do yeah it it is it is takes balls like i'm a i'm a writer i'm writing several short stories and a book which i never finish them um i'm doing i got a meme page i do two youtube pages i have two youtube pages i do two shows plus a podcast and that's a lot of content we're putting ourselves out there you know what i mean it's not high art or anything i'm not fucking you know but it's something this is the most i've done you know as far as putting something out not it's not it's not you know artistically necessarily but i think there's merit to it i think there's merit to having a conversation there's there's art to a a conversation there's absolutely art to a conversation yeah i um what was his name um philip k dick i'm a huge fan of philip k dick and he, a lot of his stuff was based on conversations he had with friends and he would get a funny ideas and then he would do math and write for like 85 pages a day but still the other stuff counts <laughs> a yeah, lot of his yeah. stuff a lot of his stuff was based on like um scanner darkly is based on times he had with his friends and people who died who did too many drugs or got ill or it was about living that life then it's just just hanging out with friends he got an idea there's nothing yeah. i think there's art to we we the base human thing is communication is is talking you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we we know how to do that and why is that not art there's something to it you know what i mean i heard um jewel i told you that jewel was doing a podcast today it was on joe and yeah on, on rogan's podcast and she quoted somebody else about it but was saying how she was talking about how this how this person quoted that to there you when you have two people talking a third thing gets discovered there you go so you so you, you yeah you yeah. see look, isn't that funny today that you just heard her say that now we're having this conversation this is dude i that's it's why i had to tell you about that because like it was it was yeah. fascinating here there's, a there's, there's too, a, sure. see, there's there's a there's a symmetry to it all you know what i mean it, it comes it comes it comes back around yeah well time is a flat circle my friend nietzsche said it. Yeah, and he liked to eat shit and he hated women but he was right about something <laughs> uh, definitely man but uh, i'm uh absolutely looking forward to more of the conversations that we're going to be having on are this we, are, are, uh, this sounds this like platform. an action are you, are you done i might i might i might have to call it a night <clears throat> actually Okay. unfortunately okay well that was uh that was uh, we've been talking for two fucking hours jesus christ all More, right we, we, we did two hours we did 12 40 14 here started at 10 30 wow. damn we'll call we'll call that we we can talk about other stuff next time uh this was demon peaks sean and goth peaks say goodbye goth peaks later our next show will be five albums that influenced us that's not that you love it's that influenced you Keep that that influenced me and who I am today. I yeah, guess it's harder than or just things who you I like. identify yeah. as. Whatever fuck you want it to mean, I don't care, give a shit. It's the fucking idea. We'll see. It's probably gonna go off into some tangent about something else eventually. Okay. Ray sure. Weiss's <laughs> cock again, like I got on something here. like His that. Big, big fucking meaty <laughs> hog that he has. All right. Good night, yep. everybody. All right. Good night, guys. <laughs>